<laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I've been ready for two hours. <laughs> Woo! Go-Go City Radio. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. I got Renee Blanks here with me. You guys are listening to the new track from the Spiky Top. That was the Spiky Tops right there, a band that we got put together for an album coming out on Pogo City Records. That track was featuring Renee there and myself, as well as our boy $4 Sean on drums. Joe from the Unsubs was there on vocals. And uh, if you guys missed it, you'll have to go on YouTube when this is done or to the podcast to hear the new Spiky Tops track, <coughs> Let's Go Pogo. So, yeah, we're putting together that comp where we're taking all the bands, mixing up all the members, and that was the first track we have come up with, recorded at Sweet Creek in Ottsville. People are very busy. We're all very busy trying to get recording time and rehearsals and booked and all that shit. It's very... It's People people think you just like walk into a studio and and you're done. Well, right? I mean that's like what we did. Well, <laughs> that's what we did last Friday. We kind of did that last yeah, Friday. We, no, that's what we did. <laughs> that's, that's basically what we did. It but took four and a half hours, yeah. but that's what we did. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, right? Like, it took four and a half hours, and it's a uh, it's a simple punk rock song. So it doesn't just it's not instantaneous. People, you got to get you got to work with us. Now yeah. there is a video on YouTube of uh, me and Renee overdubbing some guitar tracks so you guys should go look for that that's pretty good and uh yeah look out for a lot more content adjust your your volume from the 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 laptop to the thing i don't i'm yes thank you i've been drinking since like three in the afternoon and it is my daughter ava 
her seventh birthday, she finally got her jazz bass. So many people go, they want to go up to her and they see her and go, oh, so how's your bass? I mean, <laughs> yeah, she no. doesn't have a bass. Don't, don't she say doesn't it. Have, but now she has a bass. She was very excited. And she can actually play it a she little bit. She can actually play it. She she's was actually seven. playing notes. She can, she, and I couldn't believe. So she's like, put your finger there in the fifth fret. That's the A. And then she said, go to that one. That's the B. And then she said, go to G. And then she said, go back to B. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said that. And she went back to B. No, right. She spot. did it. She one did it shot right. Went right back. I didn't say, "Oh, it's the seventh one." She, she did it right. Right back to. I was yep. like, "She knows where B is." She she, she knows. knows she knows where the B chord is, and uh, you know she'll be playing the Ramones in no time. Oh yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking is really. I'm gonna tell I'm you about my first. Bop. I'm gonna tell you about my first Ramones show after you play the next song. Okay, we. I, I held it. I held it yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. We're I gonna, held it back to tell you about it. Get to the unseen. Up. Oh, is it the is it the song I like? What is the, the song? The police authority. Uh, no, authority. oh, one uh, side it covered that. Out I know that's my that is my favorite. And speaking of our first show, make sure you get our second show, <laughs> second June fifth in Alpha with the Parasitics. So, Alpha, by the way, is like a suburb of Phillipsburg, yes, it and it's funny because I was driving here today. And then I finally realized that there's all these signs that say Phillipsburg Alpha. alpha. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, it's Alpha. When you get off 78, you're an Alpha. Yeah. I, I was like, like IHOP, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I had no idea where Alpha was. So I saw this and, and, and he's like, yeah, Renee, you're DJing, by the <laughs> way. But yeah, so thanks for letting me know that before you put it on the flyer. But so I'm like, where the fuck am I going? Where the fuck is Alpha? And you're like... Renee, it's in it's Phillipsburg. Phillipsburg. I'm like, oh, it's, okay. It's the less shitty part of Phillipsburg. But I was like, I was like, I thought I was gonna like have to be in like Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania, no, Alpha somewhere. Is, is four blocks of Richie <laughs> were better than you. It's kind of like Westfield. It's kind of like where I live. But Westfield's bigger. Westfield so is low, Lodi. Okay. But like you know, rich Lodi's cooler. You're, I don't consider your neighborhood rich and snobby. Oh, good. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I wouldn't. But like, like no, the alpha's kind of like it's the upper. Yeah, yeah, like they can be annoying. Okay. they're definitely not gonna invite us back. I feel like. <laughs> I said. I said to. Uh, I said to a few people. I was like, "This is going to be the first and only <laughs> punk show and the dance party." Tree. Yeah, because we were the pulling up. Tree Manor. We were pulling up pictures, and we're like, "Oh." This is like a oh, wedding a banquet kind of place. Because oh, Mike said to me, he's like, they're going to take the tables down, right? And I'm like, if I not. I've seen the pictures. I've only heard. I'm like, if not, I'm dancing on the tables. Yeah, most know. bands are like, oh, my God, they're putting us in this shitty basement with leaky pipes. We're like, oh, my God, we got a room with a chandelier it's and like carpets. What are we going to do? Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Times it's, is rough. Punk rock show. It's Times a little. It's a little different. Like a, people a would be going in there. Show people would be going in there and go, "Oh, for my wedding, this is not unacceptable." <laughs> blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Where's the stage? Yeah. Like, where do I? Where do I vomit? Where Where do I throw up? Where's that part?" But let's it's get like <laughs> back to the tracks. Here is the unseen. Woo. Lady Renee. And my favorite song. I love this song. I'm gonna sing along. I'm gonna sing along. The confrontation was not created by the police. The confrontation was pre created by the people who charged the police. The confrontation was not created by the police. The confrontation was pre created by the people who charged the police. The confrontation was not created by the police. 
The confrontation was created by the people who charged the police. The oh. Unseen on Pogo City Radio, coming off the first album. That's my favorite class, Unseen song. Crucifixion. I've said that before. I don't, I don't know if we're playing it. We're also playing, all right, so June 5th, we said Alpha, so locals, you could walk there. But uh, June 5th in No Alpha, excuse, Parasitic, no excuse. But then the next day, June 6th, headed to South Jersey on a Sunday Ooh. during the day. 2 p.m. starts the <laughs> Punk's Grill and Chill. It is a barbecue at Jake Forty's house, and uh, this is in Burlington, New Jersey. So can I ask you a question? So how am I expected to be at the Punk show the night before? I got to play at them. And yeah, but you don't drink anymore, so it doesn't count. So I have to... be at the bar till 2 a.m. <laughs> Dance party doesn't start until 11. I this know. is what I'm asking. How the fuck am I supposed to be up and Adam and be ready? Weekend, that's but that's house a, show that's, at Jake Forty. They're hard. asking for five dollars donations so they can give the uh, bands gas money. It is BYOB and uh, one side. I got my five dollars right here, right here, baby. Kirby's yeah. kiss <laughs> and uh, ba 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 Houston and the Dirty Rats. There is a flyer up on our Instagram, and if you're watching this on YouTube. There's a flyer on the screen right now. So oh. remember, oh. Facebook people. Oh, he's being fancy. So I don't even know what's happening. When, when we're live, when we're live, you can hear the tracks. But then on Facebook, they mute us as soon as we're down. But you can go on YouTube and you can see the video, hear the audio, or you guys can Same. go to pogocity.stream and just listen to the podcast. Also available Spotify, iTunes, you know. Blah, 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 blah. You know where they're at, and you know where their shows is at. Search Punk's Grill and Chill on Facebook. It's a very big weekend. To the Facebook invite, and you guys can message the page and get the actual address, but it's going to be a good time. You know, I might not, you might not realize this, I'm not as young as I used to be. 
And, sure, y'all. And and I Age get is just I get tired. I get tired. Oh, I'm nervous about this myself. Tired. I'm like T I D E. Because I got to get my bonus. Like I got to work hard on Monday to get my bonus. I'm like, yeah, well, maybe I'll just take off Monday. I'm like, no, you can't well, take gotta, off on Monday. You like gotta be. You gotta be. I gotta go hard. You gotta go hard. You gotta go hard. I like it. I like I like going hard. East Coast. We where's go. There we go. There we go. Bethlehem punks headed to the studio. Oh. Soon to record a track for Shaken and Stirred. You live <laughs> listeners missed the Spiky Tops track. Me and yeah, Renee's new little mini band that we're fucking around with. Not an actual band, but you know, we making music. It's an actual band. There's band members. We recorded a fucking song. There's a song. There's two songs, kind of. Like, yeah. We have Dead Cities by the Exploited as well, but we're going to get to another track. We're going to go with a Jersey band from back in the day. This band appeared on the Pogo Attack, and it's how I came across them. Of course, here is the Bristles with Destroy. Love the Bristles. I love the She loves the I took that dab and I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, it was funny. We were just talking about telling you guys to go on YouTube and everything and catch the show. My cousin was here for my daughter's birthday party and he's like, I watch all the videos. He goes, but when I go to watch the show, they're just, they're, they're, it's just nothing and it's you sitting there smoking. <laughs> he said, they're just, there's no audio and it's just you that's sitting there smoking all that shit. <laughs> But yeah, that's because they mute them. But go to YouTube. You guys can catch the videos in their entirety. And if you guys really like the show, really want to help support, there's a uh, link 
to the PayPal. You guys can leave a little donation for the show. Or if you want to actually get something for your money, head over to Pogo City dot shop and you guys can buy uh, the pogo scratch shirts with scratch on them you guys can also get a few different one-sided shirts from there some mike blanks and the stab shirts mugs masks whole nine yards most of the stuff with scratch on it but definitely a good way to help support the show along with liking it, sharing it, and telling your motherfucking friends, giving us them comments. But really, when you like us and comment, that's really how we get on more people's screens, and we really appreciate that. You know, we're just here playing some punk rock tracks, making some noise, getting fucked up, having some fun, trying to get you motherfuckers back out into the world June 5th and 6th. It's going to be a good time for sure. And uh, why don't we get to one side up next? I played Adderall in the last show. So let's get to, um, let's do Wicked, but don't you worry. We'll have some new songs soon. Got that split coming out with the Parasitics. That's going to be a lot of fun. Pogo City Records putting that out. But here is one side with Wicked. One-sided on Pogo City Radio. God, it's too bad they suck. Catch us 5th and 6th of June, both in Jersey. So I want to tell my my first time I ever saw the Ramones show. So my first experience with the Ramones, Mike had already seen them a few times. And um, I think I was, geez, I, I was probably like 17. And... And the funny part is that we can't play a Ramon song 
after I tell this story because you'll get flagged yeah. and yeah, thrown off. So we'll play game. maybe like at the end of the show. Oh, we're but gonna play blanks covered. Oh, there we go. There we go. Perfect. There blanks covered. So you tell the story and I'll pull I'll it I'll tell up. the story. All right. That, that'll so, take me. Yeah. Yeah, that'll take you 25 minutes. So, um, so Mike goes, Renee, we're gonna go see the Ramones, and I said, okay. So I give him money. He gets my ticket, and it was me, him, and I think it. I think at this show it was his brother came with us. And it was at the Roseland in New York, which held, I don't know, maybe like 1,500 people, maybe 2,000 people, Bonzo. right? And uh, yes, we covered Bonzo. That's I the couldn't think of what the name of the, the track one. was. Yeah. So we go to the show, and we're sitting in Mike's car on some street in New York drinking before we go into the show because we were cheap and young and... That's what you do. Absolutely. So we got drunk before we went into the show, and we go in, and we're standing kind of like, I don't know, maybe like in the middle, and I forget who opened for them at this particular one, but I had just, and I was 17, and I had gone to Two-Tone in Passaic, New Jersey, and I had a new like spiky. They're still there, right? Two tone. No, no, no they're gone. They've been I gone bought. I bought tickets to Viva La Punk from Two Tone. Okay. My first trip to CBGBs. I yeah. got my tickets from them. It, yeah. Two Tone. Two Tone was like the punk store. Yeah. I um, was there when I was a teenager, <coughs> but. Uh. So I had I had bought a uh, a studded a studded belt like a two row studded belt. Fancy. I was very fancy. I was seventeen. I was ready for my Ramon show, and we go, and Mike's brother is in the back. And Mike takes me to, like, the middle, and we're waiting for the Ramones to go on, and we're waiting, we're waiting. And they come on, and Mike grabs me, and he goes, we're going up front. <laughs> and he, he just grabs my hand, and he pulls me up front. Got it, got it. And they're playing, and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever done, ever. Like, this is amazing. And then... Five minutes later, I was covered in sweat. I had been kicked in the head like 12 <laughs> times already five minutes into the show. And again, I'm 17. This is like my first big, like, big, big, show, yeah. big show, right? And so <laughs> he goes, oh, no, we're going to the middle. And he brings me to the middle. And we're dancing for like five minutes. And I go, Mike, I'm, I, I grab him and I go, I'm going to pass out. It's like 12,000 degrees. And he goes, already? <laughs> and I'm like, you yo. Bitch. I'm like, I'm gonna pass out. So I walk back to the back. I leave Mike. I leave I leave him. He's covered in people. He's and pogoing. He's doing his Ramones thing and he's loving All it. And I go to the back more so that I could A, breathe so that I don't die and pass <laughs> out. Because I was literally, I was like, this is it. This is it. I'm dead. I'm dying. I'm dying. This is it. Five minutes. Five minutes into a remote show. Five. Five. I, did I say I was 17? Did I? Did that I was just that? At the Dead Boys. She passed out like three tracks into the Dead Boys. Like you know, sometimes you're not ready for the wave of heat and the bodies like yeah. coming well, towards yeah, and you. And then they're, it's coming. They got all slime and the, it's disgusting. And no airflow. And there was no the airflow. I could remember being at big shows trying to crowd surf just, just to get, get air. air. Just to get air. Because it's like 10 degrees yes. cooler yes. when you're up on everybody's hands. Yes, yeah. yes. So my first show, I don't know that trick, and I'm not really going to float me 
because I'm just gonna get like fingers in my butt, right? Yeah, it's rough being a like, girl. Like that's what it's rough being when a you girl. float when you're a girl. It's <laughs> that shit. It's the picture of Phil up front oh at that shit with the girl, the only super the spreader at the I I gotta tell ball. you that is my favorite internet. I hope Especially this girl because his face is like. <laughs> I, I hope mean, you can see like her whole butthole. She's she's crowd surfing. She's got every, a skirt and a thong on, and she is spread it's eagle. Really and her underwear is not in the right spot. And our boy Phil, it is right <laughs> in his face, and his face is just like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he's like uh, uh, I don't know what to do. It I don't know what to do here. So right. that's why I didn't float anyway. So I go to the back, and what's gone? My brand new. Studded belt. Studded belt that I bought from Two Tone. But it was still one of the best shows I've ever seen yep. in my life. And it was fantastic. Uh, the only thing that beat it, Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers when I saw them live. Like the real Johnny Thunders? The real oh Johnny wow. Thunders. I saw them, right? Like three you months. You told me this. You I've told you. This, yeah. I've told you. We could tell That's that crazy. next break. But, Play uh, something. The first time I went to CBGB's, I bought tickets from Two Tone. And what was that East Brunswick or something? Two Tone was in Passaic. Passaic. There yeah, was one in Passaic, right. New Jersey, and then so it was Iggy and Roma. Iggy and Roma were married. They got divorced. So Iggy had the Passaic store, and then Roma started a Two Tone in Montclair. Mm-hmm. So there were two two. Yeah, two, this was Passaic. Two tones. This was Passaic, yeah. though. But I got tickets from there, and we ended up, it was great. Like, we didn't know anybody in New York, and we're just like, we're like, New York's cool. We're supposed to be able to walk around and do whatever we want. So we legit go up to, to St. Mark's place, and we go in. St. Mark's. Yeah, well. It wasn't market. Yeah, any Saint somebody Mark's. always says the opposite anytime Saint I say Mark's it. I say St. Mark's, and they go, it's market. No, um, it's not market. Anyways. I go, we go up around the block, and fucking, uh, I lost my trade. Oh, we're obviously 16. We walk into a little bodega, buy 40s, no buy problem. Buy 40, uh, yeah. Buy yeah, bro- yeah. And then proceed to stand on the corner in brown bags. Drink it. Like we're 40-year-old bums. Not and a problem. Drink them. Yes. And stand there, and literally. New York literally used to be really cool. <laughs> had some kid ride up on a pedal bike. When I say kid, like 20 maybe. Ride up on a pedal bike. You guys need weed? I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take some weed. Let me get a dime. He goes, I got Dro. And you remember when you used to get the little quarter machines and you get like the football helmets? Yes. He had one of those little containers that would pop the open. The little plastic, yeah, like and little pop-up things. Bud. And actually, this story, this was actually a blank show. And I took it back to CBGB's and I smoked it with you backstage. I've little, never. The little six foot wide room that I, they have. I fell on my face after that. I... I got in my car. It was a Sunday. Was that a Sunday? It was a Sunday because I had to work the next day. Was it a matinee? It was, no. It no. was like kind of, well, I don't know. It started at like five or six. So it was a pseudo matinee. Yeah. And you guys played early. You we played last. early. Yeah, we weren't like last. And I was like, where's everybody going? And everybody was like, we're going home. We have to work tomorrow. And I was like, fuck, I can't go home. I'm too fucked up. And it was because of you. And I drove to Ace Bar to go see Jody. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, just come here, I'll I'll sober you up. Mm-hmm. And I was, I parked the, I don't remember driving there. That's good. But I remember, <laughs> I remember walking. I remember not dying. I, rem- I remember walking, trying to cross Avenue A 
and falling in the middle of Avenue A, in the road, not the sidewalk, in the road, on my face. Just boom, face plant. And, and there was nobody coming. Uh. There was no cars. But there was some chick walking down the street. I was 16 getting you this fucked up. I was <laughs> fucked up. I mean, I was drinking all night at CBGB's, which it was a cup of alcohol. It really she, was. And she was giving me mad free drink tickets. So. she Because she just kept getting more free drink tickets. This and is the best. I just and kept. And I, I started drinking vodka and cranberries. That was like the first time I was ever drinking vodka and cranberries. Because she would only buy me vodka and cranberries. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the back with Dean he was the not Machine. old enough to buy his Not own <laughs> I needed three forms of ID to get into the club but fucking so I'm sitting in the back with Dean Dean the sex machine and you and my girlfriend at the time yep. smoking weed yep. drinking vodka and cranberry and that was the last show Blanks played at CBGB's last time I was there and they literally yeah. closed like the next week or two they yeah it was, it was very, month, sh- very like closed, shortly yeah. I I face planted in the middle of Avenue A and there was this chick walking well, down the street. It's such a great neighborhood too, you And know? I remember, I can remember clearly and I fell down and I went, I'm going to get run over by a car and die right here. This is it. I'm dead. And I heard this girl, stab me. I heard this girl on her phone go, I don't know. She's down. Is she dead? And then, and then I, I, I got up and she goes, she's fine. She's up. And then she kept walking and I stumble like into Ace Bar, and I had my my Bleeding jeans. Oil. My jeans were all torn at the knees, and I had blood running down my legs. And I was just like, "Wow, I'm really fucked up." I went to work the next day. Ah. I, I went, went to, to fucking I went to work. School. I went to work the next day, and my boss looked at me and he was like, "What happened to you?" And I go, "I don't think I'm gonna be here all day." Ah. All this Ramones, Blanks, CBGB's talk. We're going to get to Renee and Blank 77 covering the Ramones with Bonzo. We needed we needed a xylophone player. Yeah. Should have got needed, Jeff. I know. We needed one. Gabba, gabba.
All right, Blank 77 covering yeah. the Ramones. Now, was that pre or post CBH? That I, CBH I think it was third Blank's album. I don't, I don't know exactly the timing of it. I know John played on it, as in not Chad, not Chad, and it was funny because when we recorded it, I know we were on tour, or, or just off of tour, and um, we might have been doing some. Uh, Illegal things, and surprise, surprise. when 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 we, <laughs> when we recorded, when we did the backing vocals, um, oh, is this when Tim couldn't sing? Tim couldn't sing. Tim sounded he had no voice. He had no voice at all because we were up the entire night before at Creep Records in Philly, and he had no like no voice. And for like the harmonic. Things and stuff like that. I'm not as good. I don't, Tim, don't, people don't realize how much Tim sings in blank. Yeah, they don't, and they don't realize. Yeah, so he he was He's like got range. Yeah, he does. He does. And but he was like, guys. He goes, I cannot. He goes, I can't sing. He goes, not only can I not hit the high note. He goes, I can't. He, he, he was he was literally croaking. Mm-hmm. It was just so that's uh, on the backup on the backups there. It's uh, me and Dean, and uh, I don't know how I croaked them out. Because my my voice, I usually sound like a man after like one or two shows. Get my voice raspy. just exactly it just becomes like man voice. Because you I don't get, sing properly, that's why. Neither I do, do I. sing properly. That we don't have happen. we don't have monitors and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. We play punk shows with, in basements where like the, the microphone show, is. I had monitors and uh, they weren't mine, but there was monitors out, not on. And then they took them away completely. Because they weren't on. And we, they I were think like. they weren't working. They weren't. The I don't know. Yeah, they probably weren't know. working. But anyway, we, I, so, yeah. So usually two, three days into a tour, my voice would be gone. And I don't shut up. So when I'm out at a club and I'm partying and I'm drinking and I just. Yeah, it's not good for your throat. I'm just. At least you're not a smoker. Yelling. Yeah. Oh, they've met you. They've met me. <laughs> Do they know me? They probably know me. So you know that I I'm loud and and I, I talk I feel a lot. like like I always thought for example I'm talking about Tim having range I always thought that Mike was doubled singing um losing my brain the first uh, track on Tanked and Pogo no. and you're like no that's Tim I'm like singing all high up like that that's not Tim that's Mike it's like, totally Tim nope yeah. that's Tim that's Tim and I'm thinking radio it's Casey Casey and Rick Deej like like yeah, that was Tim, like, yeah. like and it's like Going to l- losing control. That's Tim. Yep. He goes Chaos up that high. Chaos is taking his toll. He That's goes Tim. up that high. Yeah. That's why I just back away. It's not Mike. It's Tim. I back away. I do my thing, and I'm like, you, you go ahead. I got to play Tim. it now. Gotta, All right. Here is Blank 77 oh coming off boy. one of my legit top five favorite albums, period. And in my opinion, definitely their best album. Uh, but, 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 what song? The first one. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Losing My Losing Brain. Losing My It is my favorite song. Pretty much always has been one of my favorites, and I can never remember the goddamn name of it. Wow. All right. Here is. Right, I'm going to go pee. I got to pee. Losing My Brain. Tim singing in the chorus. That's the point. Going insane. Or, um, it feels yes. like I'm losing control. Yes. It's not me. It's not Mike Double. It's taken its toll. Tim. It's Tim. All Tim. Tim. Look at him sucking his dick right now. That's Tim, too. Yeah, 
So did you write that one? The worst. I just I just peed like twelve gallons of fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> did I write what? No. 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 Um. Actually, Mike had the words, and really? uh, yeah, he. <laughs> I know. Shocking, right? Mike actually did something, but he came to me and he was like, "Renee, I got these words," and I said, "Okay, sing it to me." <laughs> and it was totally different than what you hear. He was like, "That's how it goes, though, especially if the singer writes it." He's like, "He's like, you know, it's gonna be really melodic, and it's gonna be like." And I feel like I feel like I'm lo- and I went no no, no that's no, not, not it's not gonna sound like that I was like I want people to like the song Mike <laughs> I was like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna change it and uh, so I had a uh, I had the riff the the ben, and, 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 and I had that idea for a while and I was like all right let me see these lyrics and I kind of worked with yeah. it and but he wrote the lyrics I wrote the music and 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 that was it but it w- it did not. In Mike's head when he first wrote it, it did not sound like that. Um, Same thing I was talking about how we're recording my high school band to be on this Shaken and Stirred record. But, like, I would come, Zach was, especially back then, like, way more of an accomplished musician. You know what I mean? I was really good, but he knew theory more and he was still better. And um, I would bring him a song. I've never been a good musician. (laughs) just never i would bring him a song and he would be like oh yeah this will be awesome after i fix it yeah let me fix it let me fix it i'm gonna completely take what you did and like pretty much throw it away and it'll be verse chorus verse chorus like you said (laughs) and we'll use your lyrics well tim Uh, will come in tim will come in with music and he'll be like renee i have a song but tim writes a lot of more rock and roll but tim will come in with music and he'll say renee i have a song and i'll go no tim you have four songs and I'll like go. We're gonna use this part and clip it. No, Tim, you wrote a seven inch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, you wrote an album for for one song. Um, but I mean, writing is is kind of. I I feel like it's fluid. It's it's like not. In a, it's weird being in a band. It's it's like it's being hard in a being in a relationship. It's all different. You're married to three, four a people. A lot of people, exactly. Yeah, and you're literally married to them, and yeah. everybody knows that. And well. And some people are more sensitive than others. Like, I've been in bands, like me, I'm right in the middle. It depends. Like, like we're doing a song for a, a, another band that we're doing, the Paradabs. And, like, Renee said, you have a song, right? And I said, no, I have, like, four songs an idea. that we can pick. Yeah. So, like that, I'm into working out. I also have other ideas. Like, I have a song, Party Till Your Guts Spill Out. If I bring that to someone, we're not changing it. Like, I have that song in mind so it's like with me if i bring a song to practice there's, yeah there's songs it's, it's it could go either way there's like, this songs is for that i have or, yeah you know. like when i so with so for example pills yeah. i i had it i i had all of it i had the music i had the lyrics mm-hmm. i had all of it i was like mike i need a line here i need a line here yeah you just need that like that last line of yeah, the second verse yeah <laughs> and and it was like okay here here and then but I had that entire song. It was done when when I walked in. And then sometimes there's songs where it's like, I have an idea. Or Tim will say, I have an idea. Or Michael will say, we need a song called this. Go blan na 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 Well, he just says, Renee, just do wanna, 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 wanna. And I go, okay. And it works. I can do that. We're, so <laughs> I, I got that covered. 
I can I can do when I want. That's literally all I can do. That's her hammer. That's that's that's, that's all I hammer. can do. Yeah, I, I mean, can do when I when I when I when I. And that's that's, that's I'm do. a I'm a one trick pony. Uh-huh. I don't know what to tell you. Um, people seem to like it, so that's what I do. But writing songs is it's it's uh, even if you but even so even if you have that song fully done right, the drummer's gonna add something. The baseline is going to add yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's always still, collaborative. Even if I come with a song that's completely yeah, completely prepared, done. Yeah, it's th- their individual parts exactly. are going to be still exactly theirs. exactly. Because if you're not, then if if you're really going to come at somebody with that, like you, it's kind of like they're a studio musician. I've never. At that point. Yeah, I've like, never. I've never ever. You're always going to tweak it. Like I'll say, Milo wrote Adderall. It, he brought that song to practice. It's his riff. Right. But Quinn does the drum fills. Right. I do the bass line. Right. Tim plays the solo. Right. That's why exactly. also, and I also feel like, and it doesn't matter if you're a garage band or if you're superstars, every song was written by, by the every artist member. who played yeah. on it. Yep. Yeah. It's like that, I agree. I agree. And I, I never. I have no problem saying that's my low song. But on paper, it's one sided song. Because but you all I contribute mean, something. And I also like all giving Milo something. the credit. Because nothing for nothing, in my opinion, our three best songs are I, all written by Milo. I, I They're have no all, problem. Like my three favorite songs. I never have a problem Milo. saying, no, Mike wrote the lyrics to that. Uh, you know, Tim Tim did that, blah, 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 blah. But I think. I don't want to be accused of taking credit for something I didn't do either. Well, see, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, with the black. I got. So I'm. <laughs> I'm so ridiculously lucky that I kind of I put an ad out for a band when I was 16, and what it's magazine, the uh, the East Coast Rocker newspaper. Give it up for the rocker. It's not even around anymore. No shit, the internet killed it. It's you know <laughs> I mean, but, but at that point, that's that's how you found people, and but like I don't I I don't know how to explain it. It, it it's it's when you're in a band, it's everybody together. There's no if you're gonna do the, I'm the lead singer and I do this and I'm the guitar player and I do this and all that. It's never gonna work. Like it's too I'm so much. So lucky. I got two lead singers and neither one of them's really a dickhead. Neither one of them's too vain. Really? Because Mike's a complete dickhead. <laughs> He's a complete diva. He's been a complete <laughs> dickhead since I met him when I was 16. It's just it's I don't know how I put up with it, but. No, no, ser- no, but like everybody contributes in in some way. So like even pills, I was like, guys, this is the song. This is how it goes. And Mike was like, we should start it like this, or we should end it. He came up with the ending with the, ba, ba, ba. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. all. But that's fantastic. Yeah, and you it know, and like it. it finishes it. And and you need everybody's input. And if you're gonna be in a band, you have to be willing to work with other people and to compromise sometimes on what you think you want versus what sounds good you know Abs- oh that is so great the way you put that absolutely you know. like i can sit in my attic and i can play you can do that for, for 20 hours straight it doesn't if you matter. were in a band with me and i did that you would want to stand me yeah you i'd be like shut the fuck up let's write a song like i was i was very happy milo came out and wrote a song and said i want a bass solo here i was like like an actual bass solo and fyi i really sculpted it cuz if you're going to give me a bass solo i'm not just going to play a bass line 
I'm going to play a bass solo. And because of that, like, little theory advice here. Like, I told Aaron, because Aaron was trying to do some leads over it, and we're like, no. What we're doing, the bass is traditionally a background instrument. You know what I mean? So when I am playing a solo, Aaron is then going to play eighth notes, and I told him to palm mute then because it's going to give him like a lower frequency because yeah. yeah. we're basically role reversing. I'm playing yes. fast, high-pitched notes that are changing yep. a lot, and I'm abandoning the low end, which is really the bass's job. And, when I'm, uh, and Aaron's got to take care of that. When now. you're in a band, it's hard to, right? Everyone's got ego. It doesn't matter what band you're in. Everyone has an ego. Y you're in a band because like, you want people to see you. Right. Like, but it's uh, like, but it's also like you have to, you kind of know when, you, you have to kind of know when to hold back. Like I said, yeah, and, and like yeah. compromise. And like say, I'm not going to say I'm going to put a bass solo in here, every like, song. Like, in, yeah. every, I would never say that, period. But, but no, guitar but it's, is it's, different. It's, guitar is different. It's, it's, it's a matter of, collaborating with other people and not not trying to overpower everyone else with your thoughts and your ideas yeah. and you kind of have to take everybody's ideas into into consideration and and write songs that way and so even if you go into practice with a song fully written lyrics music boom you know what the drummer's still going to have input the singer's still going to have input the, the bass player, the guitar player, and whoever. We go back to the chorus, actually composing. Structuring yeah. the song. What do we do here? What about a change? Someone might have different ideas. Hey, let's. What about this for like a bridge kind of a thing? And, and, then, stuff. and then mixing. If you're really mixing an album, that is an instrument in itself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is a huge difference. It's complicated. One day, I'll sit here, and I'll A, B, the original recording of the Spiky Tops and the recording that we actually have. And these this sounds like we they were recorded at two different places, and literally, it's the exact same recording, and it's just pushing the slides. It's an instrument in itself, especially if you're layering. Because the, the whole point of layering is to have different things. I mean, sometimes you want to complete double up because so it's more what, powerful. The, the, the thing that people don't realize, too, is that the early punk bands, the Sex Pistols. They didn't even know what the they were doing the, in some capacity. The, the Damned, stuff like that. They, But if you listen to those recordings, they were in real studios oh. with real... And Stevie Jones could play guitar like a motherfucker, by the way. And and Chris Fetting might have done some overlays on some of that they stuff. They say that's bullshit, for, though. For, I hear for, that. For, I hear that, for but then Steve I hear Jones. it's bullshit. I, I love Steve Jones, but I think Chris Fetting helped out. Um, he talks about it in his book. I think he, he says it's all bullshit, but he I talks about it. In I don't know book. about that, but I think you know the idea of, and I've never. I listen. I totally appreciate you know, four track recordings and, and all of that and people It's a different entity. It's it's different. I I like being in the studio. Me I too. like layering guitar tracks. Obviously with the ridiculous amount of gear <laughs> I have. I like being in there and, and and layering different sounding guitars and, and doing getting like different sounds noise tracks and, and, and lead tracks. Cues. Yeah. It's oh. it's a lot of for me, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> he's like he's <laughs> He's humping his oh, mic stand. He's humping his mic stand oh over God, here. Yes. I, yes, exactly. Oh, don't even talk to me about yeah. pedals. Don't even. Oh, I'm pedals. not going to pedals. Oh I'm God. not going to pedals. Oh, yeah. 
it's uh yeah that's a that's a touchy subject for him but seriously though i like being in the studio i like playing with sounds and stuff and i know some punk bands are like we just want to get in and out and well, do it super do raw and all that and i get that and they're to me to me there's a difference between what you record versus what you play live uh-huh. right and so when we record live with the blanks, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do that. And that's why, like, even recording with the Spiky Tops, you were like, you're doing another track? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do a noise track. What do you think? And you're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, and then I'm going to do a lead track. And then I'm going to do two rhythm tracks. And you're like, well, I'm going to do a track. I'm like, that's fine. That's cool. I, You know. But also those tracks, it's not like they're all centered in the headphones at the same time. Her lead different is, levels and, and other everything. things are yeah. panned into each other and quieter and yeah. pulled back. Yeah, and that's why that's why bands like you know Pink Floyd and the oh, Who yeah, and all of that they go into the studio and they're there for like you know two years yeah. and that's why november rain was done on two 32 track mixers tied together yeah so that would be so it's like 63 exactly. tracks because you'd have to double the one exactly yeah. for a rock and roll song yeah it's insane i don't know if i'd call that a rock and roll well song, you know yes, what i mean yes, but like yeah. for a rock but and roll band a, yeah no absolutely do yeah. that and then so it's like you have all these different things that you can do in the studio that obviously you can't do live because you don't have. Or you 25. have forty musicians on stage well, yeah. like Guns N' Roses did. Well, like, that's what ends up which happening. Looks ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I want to see five members of Guns N' Roses. I don't want there to be a ghost player. Let the bastard be in the band. I, I feel like just say the guys in the band. Just put him in the band. I hate the idea of a ghost like. Like just even if he's twenty years younger and he just joined matter. yesterday, it doesn't matter. He's obviously in the, the band. guitar player can't hang anymore, and this dude's obviously doing the heavy lifting. Yes, you're not even giving him credit. He doesn't even have a light on him. I agree. And I'm talking about you, misfits. But that's anyway. what I was just gonna say. The misfits Doyle are spends the entire show punching punching his, his guitar, guitar and looking cool. And there's some dude in the background behind an amp playing, playing the notes, playing the notes. That's yeah. I don't. Doyle I was punching the guitar. I, he's doing a noise track the entire time. I I'm uh, that upset. That me. dude could crush me like a bug. I'd be talking shit the <laughs> whole time. I'd be like you with your ghost playing ass motherfucker. You can't play guitar. Punch you your fucking suck. guitar, bitch. You, you got practice punching, you don't suck. you, bitch? Like that's what I'd be saying. That's what, yeah. You got mad practice punching, bitch. All you do is punch that guitar. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't agree. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? She's like, Doyle's kind of hot. <laughs> I've never seen him without makeup. He's jacked up. I'm just ew. talking shit, Doyle. I have your band tattooed, so like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Dude. I don't you think, wouldn't tattoo me on I don't think Doyle's <laughs> listening. He might have me tattooed on him, though. Yo, I like, had Carl I Banks listening to my football show, dude. Did you? Like, Carl Giants Banks? linebacker yeah. from the 80s. I know, Super Carl, Bowl, right? I know who Carl They Banks don't. Is. Oh. But... We'll catch up, Pogo people. We are going to get to some more songs. Oh, some more songs. Pittsburgh. A beer song submachine. Oh, I love this song. A little bit more of a garage. <laughs> And vodka. Well, I love drinking beer. I know that you do too. 
All right. Submachine right there. Not really the best song to take a dab to. Kind of uh, short. A minute, 19 seconds. Uh, that, that's, that's with that little talking at the end. But, yeah, I was at band practice the other night. So David, who's listening live, uh, he, he is um, in Texas with Joe from the Unsubs. He was singing on the Spiky Tracks, Spiky Tops track that we opened the show with. But David gave me this little this little dab rig right here that totally looks like a current pipe, but it's not. It was funny. I saw the first playback of the video when we had these. I was like, oh, my God, that looks ridiculous. But anyway, I had been taking dabs where, like, I normally would put it on a tool and going like this. I'm at band practice the other night. Chris goes, you know you're supposed to just stick that directly in your shit. That's the whole idea of that being shaped like that. I was like, for real? And it doesn't melt the shit around it. It's actually kind of hard to melt. Sometimes you don't melt anything. So you, you don't, like, waste it or nothing. But I definitely am going through it a little quicker because when I get it hot, then I take, like, a little bit extra. Definitely, like, a nice little sweep. But one thing that's good is it's real good for when the containers, if you got something super sticky that six sticks, the wind is blowing, the fan is blowing in my face, and it sounds weird. But if you get something super sticky, you could just, like, really clean the glass good because you don't have to, like, get it on a tool and move it. The stuff that's stuck, I've been, I went and I have, like, a junk drawer filled of empties. I was going through and smoking them all. But, <laughs> yes, Andrew and my little reefer habits. It's crazy, though. I got this oscillating fan, and every time it blows in my face, I don't know if it sounds like it on the recording, but I can hear, like, the tremolo of my voice. It sounds <laughs> ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoying the show. If you are, remember, hit that like button. Give us a follow. And remember, the show's going to be muted as soon as we go off the air on Facebook. But it'll be in its entirety on YouTube, and you'll be able to hear everything. And on our website, just in the audio form, pogocity.stream. Plus, uh, you guys can find it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Go to pogocity.shop for some awesome merch like shirts, mugs, and masks. But, uh, yeah, it really helps out the show, especially if you give us a share and a like. We are going to get to Storm I'm Fucking back. Hipsters. I pee a lot. Up next, and uh, I play this song after this, way I'm too much, but I'm gonna play it anyway. But what were you gonna say? After this, I'm gonna t I'm gonna tell your guys, uh, your your audience about the first time I met Mike Ness. Oh, totally. Yes, we are it's gonna a play. Funny story. We it's are gonna play Stizza up first. Here's two cups of tea. Start fucking hipsters. Two cups of tea. One for you and one for me. Drown out the pain from polluted acid rain. And flaming gasoline Until we're clean Two dead police One for hope and one for peace Watching government lies Leak into your empty eyes From the TV And winner's history Three dead police One for thanks and two for please Every single town, every officer is down All dead police All dead police Two 
That was Star Fucking Hipsters. We were trying yeah. to think of what setting that was with that like King's music. I feel like it's a Casio there. keyboard setting, like electric piano. I do believe he's playing a Casio keyboard in the video. It's he's in the video. If, if it's not that, it's something like ridiculous. That's like the only track harp. with that on it. It's like harp. It might or be the harp setting on a Casio. Yeah, that's what harp. I'm saying. Yeah, electric harp. Yeah, like you know, like those Casio. old Casio keyboards would They're have like giant different and big squares. Yeah, they would have like different things that you could push, like different buttons to give you different I sounds. I don't understand you. You talk about loving being in the studio. You're talking about these Casio things. I know you used to wire shit for some like family business or something. But then you're like, oh, I don't want to know anything about building a guitar or electronics or circuits or no, anything. No, 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 no. I never said that. I just said I don't know anything about doing but it. The, the, but Not that do I the, don't want to know about it, but like if but you, you gave... you did that shit all without it being a guitar. So I'm surprised, being that you're soldering and having nothing to do with guitar, I would think that would make you go... And want to tweak things because you knew how to do that. My problem is that my guitars are expensive. Oh, very true. And I, I don't want to. I don't want to always have Gibsons. Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> Poor kid from Patterson with Gibsons. So my first. So I bought <laughs> my first. So my Gibson Studio that I have that I played on all the Blanks albums, and I recorded with for for the Spiky Tops. My Gibson Les Paul Studio I bought brand new. At Sam Ash on Route Four for two hundred and ninety-five dollars. What? what? It in was like ninety-two, ninety-one. It was that's the before it they had, had the custom shop. It just came out. Yeah, that's before and, they had the custom shop. And I was in. I I was looking for a guitar. My brother came with me, and he was like, "What is this Gibson for? Like f- less than three hundred dollars?" He was like, "Renee, plug this into an amp. Let's hear how it sounds." And it was amazing. 
And thank Guns N' Roses for that. So I bought it. He was like, "You can't, you can't go wrong, spending three hundred dollars on a new Gibson, and now they're you know expensive." And but I've always had more. I I'm a guitar snob. I always played Gibsons. I love Gibsons. Gibson is very high end, and they always have been since the 1800s. Yeah, they've just been yeah. forever high end. So I would never like. Or were they the early 19s? But yeah. I would never take my guitar apart and play with it and and like do stuff like that you do and say, oh, I'm gonna learn how to solder. But I and do that. And a I two hundred dollar guitar exactly. specifically for exactly that. my bass. I'm not. I'm going to now fuck with my bass, but I'm more comfortable and it's not electronic. But I've never. I've never had the urge to do that because I like the way my guitars sound. Yeah, I understand. Like that. I've yeah. never wanted to well, no, you wouldn't buy a two thousand dollar guitar and be like, I'm gonna change the pickups. That doesn't Well exactly that doesn't so the, really the guitars that I've You owned, just buy a guitar with different pickups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're buying a high end guitar. Yeah. I specifically bought a to fuck with it. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, to guitar. fuck with it. You wanted to but fuck I with it. But I have now taken the pickups that they put in the American like thousand dollar Telecasters, and I put that in there, and I put other little mods on there. It sounds awesome. It plays nice, and I paid next to nothing, and I'm getting educated. No, I listen. I totally get. Oh, I'm not it. talking I just shit. Never, I'm just surprised no, no. you never did that. No, I just never. I was did. never. You used to wire for your your uncle or something, didn't my you? My brother-in-law. Well, I, I, I made like diodes and switches. That's what I'm saying. Engineering. You made stuff. diodes. I you did. made the little components. Yes. yes. That are in there. Yes. So that's even a step back further. Do but you know I never. What I, mean? I never was into playing with guitars that way. And maybe it was because also I was the so young. Wasn't there to it wasn't answer there, all your questions? Yeah, and I also, I was I was sixteen when the blank started, so I was super young. And yeah, then I was we definitely were definitely not doing that at sixteen. Exactly, You're definitely exactly. Not, yeah. So I was young, and I liked what I sounded like, and I went with it. And then I was on tour for ten or twelve years, you know, and and so there wasn't really time. Yeah. For me to sit down and go, oh, I'm going to noodle with this or noodle with that. Yep. And and it's not like you had seven guitars where if you couldn't get the bridge back on, yeah. you'd be okay. Yeah, no. I was on tour. I had one guitar. <laughs> and, 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 and Dean was your... And your, how'd you snap that neck? So that was a guitar I got after the studio. And I played it... I don't know if I recorded anything with it. It was like my backup tour guitar. So it's, that's not your first guitar. That's that was broken? not my no. Oh, that's that's my second. That's, right, my that's my second. Um, the neck. This is very common on Gibson Les Pauls because of the way they're made, and they're also the neck goes all the way through the body. It's one piece, and then you put wings on the side. It's not screwed in like a Fender. So that's fancier, but things like this can happen. And her guitar's headstock is completely snapped and in the shape of an L. And this is yeah. like, if you bought this model of guitar today, it'd be close to $2,000. Yeah. Like one of the stock models, not even one of the fancy ones. So a while ago, she takes it out of the case and she's going to like, give it to me. I said, because it's neck through. Which, that's very hard to fix. you got to yeah. be a craftsman to fix that. A fender is made like that, even the expensive fenders, because they were made to be fixed easy. If my neck breaks, please God, don't. I can fix it myself with like $150. Yeah, it was... Her neck needs to go to a luthier and be rebuilt. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a situation where it was my backup guitar on tour, and we had 
it was in a trailer. Oh, it didn't even happen on stage or something. No, cool. no, it oh, it literally terrible. happened like traveling. Oh, that's terrible. And I got ho- and I I didn't even open the case and for weeks. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't even open it for weeks because it would literally be sitting on stage as my backup, backup. guitar yeah, yeah, in case yeah. I broke a string oh. or whatever. And I almost never used it. And we got home from the tour, and I opened the case. And I just, I saw the neck and I just wanted to cry. So when exactly it happened, I don't know. It was in a really shitty case that like didn't even have all the locks on it and stuff. Expensive guitar. You need that insurance. uh, Yeah. So check this out. I'm not even joking. So there's this dude. I believe his name is Mark. I've been emailing him back and forth. He started a YouTube channel like six months ago. You need, I'm not being paid for this or anything. You need he gets paid to go for nothing to YouTube and type in trash to thrash, okay? Guy is a craftsman doing some crazy paint jobs. Crazy inside like real DIY at his house. The the early episodes He takes them all apart. There's, there's only twenty episodes right now. The early ones are on a shittier camera. He's getting better as the season goes on. Taking a break, all right? But he is having, he's doing, these guitars are insane. You need to go take advantage of them right now because next year it's going to cost you $20,000 to get a guitar built by this. So I'm telling Renee, I have that shitty Les Paul, that red guitar. I think he's selling guitars that he's completely tricking out. Jackson's mostly completely tricking out. He's selling them for like $1,100, but that's buying the guitar. So that's not that crazy. So if you send him a guitar, it's going to be less than 1100 It should be. You know what I mean? It should I probably only be seven or eight, depending I on would, what you want to do. I would think. So I'm going to send him that guitar. I'm telling you, you to get your neck fixed alone is going to cost you over $300. And even if he just fixes the neck, but fuck that, you should send him that and he should fix the neck. I told you. You should pay $800 and that guitar will be like, what in the fuck? I told you, get in touch with him I and did. see he if he emailed was, me back. I saw it when I was right, looking for the spiky right. tops. Yeah, no, I have no problem. You I, guys got to check out Trash this, and Thrash this, on this, YouTube. This guitar that's broken has been sitting in my closet for 20 years, just broken, just sitting there. And and I'm like, I don't know if it can be fixed. I don't know how much it's going to cost to fix it. And And he sends me a video of this Trash to Thrash thing, and he's like, Look at these crazy paint jobs. So I watched this one episode and I'm like, he didn't even paint anything. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I watching? It's not even painted. And he's like, what do you mean this episode? I'm like, well, what the fuck? You got to be very specific with me. So I was like, I Andrew. I can't of an episode he didn't paint in either. You know the what? one the I last, watched. The last couple episodes, he stopped because pretty much the first 18 are like all painting. And then right. in the last two, he really went into like his craftsmanship to right. change it. And that's. They would be the most recent, and that's yeah. what you saw at first. And I, I was like, I was like, you know, I don't know what what what's going on, but but we're gonna get to some clip forty five. There we go. With uh, I believe your life to choose. Let's see. Here's clip forty five. Um, we don't know.
Clip 45. Now, that was Empty Day. Whatever happened to that band? So, I mean, they did a couple DIY 7 Inches out of uh, Long Beach. They played. They played. Long uh, Beach. But they put out the, um, I don't remember what label it was. I want to say Charge, but they did the 7 Inch with Charge. They put out Tales from the Clip, what was awesome. It sounded way different. I don't not like that. That was from the second album. But the first album was a lot more, like, street punk a little bit noisier to be honest they were like a i remember people saying like oh these guys are like a little bit more talented casualties like of the for the punks era casualties because it was those songs clip 45 was definitely trying to be the casualties i mean so was bedlam like we were definitely so we're lots of yes like people have influences there's nothing wrong with that but um they that second album it came out way later like the band had broken up for years okay it was like a comeback with new members like you know like we got two originals and three new people and it was way different i think that album was on tko i want to say it was on a semi bigger underground label one of the callies i feel like it had to be tko and uh but then they really fell off and i would see like them i did they play fuck you we rule they played I think so. I think they're on the flyer they that did, yeah. fucking uh, Ricardo from the Broken Cuffs. They did. They did. They, they, they played some shows. Yeah, they played some shows. Yep, there it is. Fuck you, we rule. I knew they were at that. Yeah, I think. Yes. But so many of those bands, all those headliners, that was like their first show in like three years, I feel yes. like. Or even more. Because like the Unseen plays like two, three times a year if you're lucky. Defiance never plays. Clip 45 never plays. Up until then, I right. feel like Monster Squad hasn't played. Right. But now they've started playing. But that's right. a good thing because it's like you get those four bands that come together and do one song or one show, but one of those bands keeps going. You know what I mean? Yes. One of those bands is like, oh, yes. guys, this is fun. Let's cut an album. Yeah. And then they do, and that's good. I know, I know. The more punk rock spreads So let me, let me, let me correct my Ramon story because Mike is going to kill me Mike's if I don't. Mike's listening live, texting Renee, yelling at him. He's her. yelling at me. He's like, Renee, you weren't at the Roseland. You were at City Gardens in New Jersey. I'm surprised he remembers I that. I can't believe he remembers that. But so there, that there, I was not at the Roseland. <laughs> I was at City Gardens. If that affects the story at all, which it really, it doesn't. The the really, the moral of the story was I lost my, my bondage belt. <laughs> really. And, and, uh, and you had to pass out. And, and I, and I had to pass out. Mike, well, I didn't pass out. I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wanted to. Mike didn't let me. See, I, I will he say. called me a pussy. I will say, nowadays, see, I was always the kid. I was never a big pit person. I wanted to be right up front because I wanted to sing in the mic. I wanted to be in the pictures. I wanted the bands to notice me. I didn't need to be in the pit where it's all dark, getting black eyes. I needed to be in the getting front hurt, getting black beat eyes up. Yeah. on camera. Yeah, yeah. kicked in the head. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. You but still at least get it's the on. Shit kicked out of you, you do. and you covered do. in spit. But yeah, it's really yeah, gross. It's really gross. Because when you're up front too, like you get the crush. Oh, so yeah. like, dude, I would have all from these like, punk stages all like, are like yeah, this tall. Yeah, yeah. So like your your shins. I would just have like these marks. Yep. I remember the Chrome Lounge in South Amboy. They had one of those like eight inch tall stages, and there'd be so many people there. And, and it just like hurts. Casualties in it the scene, you'd be pushed, and yep. like my my shins, they'd be like bleeding. Yeah, covered like in bruises. Ridiculous. Like just, just my mom would look at me a, a night after like a good show when I had fun, and she'd go, 
you look like you got beat up. And I went, I kind of did. did. Yeah. I said, but I had a great fucking time. <laughs> like, obviously. Obviously. Because like, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to get the shit beat yes, out of yes. me. See, now, that kind of that kind of made me think of the lyrics when to Andrew Social Distortion. Oh, you you had a you little yeah, monster <laughs> when he, he's talking about uh, she dyed her hair that yeah, color blue yeah. and talking about uh, her dad wants to know what happened to so, her eyes. So, so he's, you wanted to say he's very Mike Ness. Not really doing it well segueing into a, a story oh, it was pretty good a story about me yeah because that had nothing to do with what we were talking about but no, but the lyrics kind of yeah because yeah, 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 it was yeah, the yeah, same right, that's yeah, mommy's right. little monster okay. is what you're describing all you right. were mommy's kinda, little monster <laughs> i basically was <laughs> i really was so wait, so i i last time i was here i was going to s- talk about the first time i met mike ness and social distortion stinger from social distortion and it's really funny because I'm so when I meet people who are quote unquote famous, right? I'm Mike really Ness constitutes as famous. I'm really definitely I'm really, really bad at it. Like I I'm not I'm not gonna kiss anybody's ass for anything. And so a friend of mine was good friends with Mike Ness. I was at a bar that had bands playing and in New York and they had a special where it was like five shots for $10. And I, th- I want to say it was Tim's birthday. And I want to say that I bought him the five shots for $10, but I drank them all. So I think I bought them for him, but I drank them all. And it might've been more than one round. It might've been like 10 shots. And I was, it was Jaeger. And it was Jägermeister. And I was... Yeah, back when you'd be hanging out with Jimmy? Jeez. I... Yeah. I think he was there. Why Jäger? Um, so, I'm sitting at the bar. And I'm sitting next to Howie Pyro from Degeneration. And my friend walks in, apparently with Mike Ness. Now, at this point, I'm passed out like in Howie Pyro's lap. But I'm sitting on a bar stool. And then I was passed out on the bar, like head down. Sounds right. Completely out. And my friend taps me on the shoulder. She goes, Renee, I want you to meet someone. And I look over and it's a guy in like a hoodie and he's wearing like a beanie cap. And I go, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he goes. Oh, of course you got the beanie. Yeah. And he goes. Or the um, now, meanwhile, my friend, my, my friend who's introducing me is mortified. And she's she's like. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my so god! You didn't recognize him. I didn't recognize. I was I was unconscious. Oh right. And right. so it's okay, like you. Okay. I lifted my head off the bar. It's not and like I, you don't know who social distortion I is. I couldn't, and I. <laughs> I'm a big fan, <laughs> and I couldn't see. Str- and I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" And, and he and seems kind of like a diva to me. He's not though. He's totally down to. I have met the man. We so have he a goes a little bit different of interactions. He goes, so well, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because uh, just go. Yeah, go, go. So he goes. He goes. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm Mike. Ah! And I still didn't know who the fuck he was. You're like Mike and Blanks. My, my friend is <laughs> next to me. And she's going. It's Mike Ness, and like she's trying to hit me like nonchalantly. This and I was little monster. <laughs> and I just, I think I basically just went, oh, Definitely that's great. Song. And I just passed back <laughs> out on the bar. 
and poor Mike Ness, I mean, I feel, you know, he's obviously, like, used to going, oh, my, and girls like, oh, fuck me, Mike Ness, you know, and I was just like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I meet him again. I meet him again at Coney Island High, and he comes right up to me. He comes right up to me, and he goes, you're that girl that was all drunk. <laughs> and I went, He's like, you didn't know who I was. He didn't say that. He just went, you're the girl that That's was all he was drunk. On the inside. Oh, on the inside. He was totally saying that. He was like, this is the cunt that didn't recognize yeah, he, me. Yeah, he's like, this bitch. And I just looked, I looked at him and I laughed and I went, yes, yeah, I am. That's me. I'm um, yeah, the girl that was all drunk. We're booking these shows and I'm talking, I'm talking to somebody booking and I'm hearing their name because at first it was being dealt with third party and I was like, do you want me to handle this? And then I jumped in and they say the dude's name. I'm like, I think I know this person. They describe him. I get on the phone and they go, you the Drew that had the broken leg? I go, yeah. They said, so you the Drew that gave me that pen that fucked me up more than I ever been fucked up in my entire life? Reefers. I was like, yeah, that was me. To like, so see the I circles back dude. to my CBGB story when dude. I passed out on Avenue A. And it was funny because we're watching YouTube fault. downstairs, right? And then randomly the Blanks video from Florida comes on. And like some of the cool members of my family are sitting there watching. And it comes, it's just Mike passed out like cold on the stage. She's like, oh God, don't play this. Yeah, don't yeah, play yeah, this. Don't I'm do like, this. Don't I'm do this like yeah, I got Mike fucked up a little bit right <laughs> before they played right there. I have that. Pi- you took a picture of it and I have it on my wall in he, my bedroom. Was, was it him or Sean that said... I'm just going to stand up against the wall for a couple minutes. Oh, that was Sean. <laughs> that was, I, that was, my, that was yeah. Sean. No, Sean was having same a... Stuff, though. Same stuff, Same, same. the same situation. And at one point, Sean just went... He goes... I'm he says to me... Stand up against he goes, the wall. He goes, Renee, I'm going to stand behind you up against this wall. Okay? <laughs> and he's just standing on the wall like... <laughs> Not blinking. He's standing there. And oh I was my like, God. I was like, are you okay? Like, are you no, going to be... Florida. Are you going to be... Florida, okay. that was wild. Florida. That was, Florida. That was a lot of fun. We are going to get to some social D. Oh, boy. Love this song. Here's Mommy's Little Monster coming off the first album. <laughs>
Social distortion. That's all in some trouble. But uh, yeah, we are going to be getting out of here with this next one. Thanks for checking out the show. Thanks for listening in to the end. Uh, if you guys want more, go over to pogocity.stream. You can get the other 536 or whatever episodes and uh, check out the YouTube. We've been uploading the shows on video and the music is there. And uh, if you guys want merch, hit up pogocity.shop. Remember to like and share. It really helps us out. All right. Thanks for checking it out. Here's the dead boys with caught with the meat in your mouth.